0: You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, StarStock. StarStock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee, you can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time, or store them there, or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Adam. Welcome back to the show. So on this episode, I wanted to give kind of like a shout-out to Tops here because I think with – like, with the Corona stuff that's been going on, you know, they did push back some of their releases, but I think they're doing a really, you know, I think they're doing a good job with what the, with the products, basically, that they're coming out with, so, like, they kind of rolled out, I mean, and it's even from, from a card perspective, and also from a marketing perspective, because, like, for me, that it's kind of both, like, the content that I'm making is sort of on, it's sort of both ends, I would say, but. So like, for, I mean, the first first product they came out with, not, well, not first, but first I'm going to talk about it, is like the turn back the clock cards, so I kind of mentioned those cards back like when they were first starting to come out, I thought they were, I, thought, I mean, I, I think the design is fine, I think the kind of the cards are fine, but what they've done, I think, is they are, they're showing sort of how I think products, new products like this will be rolled out in the future, because they there's some new there's some new news new news yeah there's some nor, there's some more news that have come out about these cards and some of the changes that they're making so they rolled out the cards first uh they came out with like a couple weeks in april basically all of april they've come out with it and then they recently added parallels so they added an ash parallel which is just gray and then a cherry parallel which is red and i mean i think the i like the name that they use because like the border i like how they use like they didn't just say it's a red parallel or it's like a gray parallel or platinum parallel or something like that. They use kind of, they use more of a descriptive color uh, for the for the border because that's basically the main difference is the border color itself is a different color. Um, and I do also like how I think from what I read that those cards are actually just going to be included in people's orders. So you can't order those cards specifically. Um, and I do like that. I mean, I think that's, I think the way that they're, they rolled out, like, a new print-on-demand product, and when they saw that it was sort of working, which, I mean, from their end, I don't know how much it costs to make the cards, but then, you know, they're getting a ton of orders, which I was, I guess I was sort of surprised by how many orders they were getting, because they, those print-on-demand cards, you can see the print run of the, um, the print run of the cards, basically, And then they rolled out the parallels, and now they are adding in autographs. So I think the autographs, you do have to buy those separately, I'm pretty sure, similar to the way that they did autographs with just the Tops Now cards. Um, But the way they rolled this out, they didn't roll out the autographs right away. I mean, I think also it's probably – they probably are – to get the set up and running, they probably couldn't do the autographs yet because they probably have to – they have to get the autographs too. That's a thing, and I don't know – I forget if they are I mean I saw like an image of them and it was like just a digital image, so like I don't know if the cards are gonna have like sticker autos or if they're going to have like on card autos, but these look very similar to the um to the tops now with the the background of the player is like a different if it is I think it's a different color based off of the uh parallels that they have within the autographs themselves. So, I mean I think the this card that they rolled out is a Turn back the clock. I think is a great alternative to tops now, and I think it also it gives maybe people who are collectors of older players like another card to collect. Like if someone's a Randy Johnson collector, like they're only getting a few cards every now and then in products. So this like will add it. Or if um, I mean the cards that they're starting out with, I think are David David Wright. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look that up actually really quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, David Wright. So like if you're a David Wright collector. I'm sure that there probably aren't too many times where he's included in products he's one of the better he's probably one of the best Mets of this generation um and maybe not best, but like he was one of the more notable Mets of this generation um so I think starting out with like David Wright is pretty cool uh, some of the other products that tops has come out with so you have the dortman the Dortman set that they're coming out with, so like the like Gary Vee and Vlad jr and tatis and Uh, Messy all got these like curated sets so those are available on the website now and I mean they picked the you know it's strange how this ended up working out for I mean maybe this isn't exactly a selfish take but it's a take that is for me because like the culmination of like back in maybe over the summer when I was buying the Sancho cards, or Sancho, I always forget if I, exactly how it's pronounced, the Sancho cards in Dortmund, and then, like, becoming more of a Dortmund fan because, like, Pulisic also played there, so, like, that was another interest to me. And then, Halon going there after I just, I literally just picked one random player. Like, it wasn't, like, back, in, back then when I did that podcast that I had, like, four or five different players to look out for. Like, Halon was basically the one player, and then he ends up going to Dortmund, um, I mean, you know, adding to kind of my um, fandom of that team specifically, and the fact that also, like, the uh, Bundesliga plays on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports, so those are both aspects that, like, those games are on when they're playing. Which also, that was some some news from... Uh, the Bundesliga that they may be coming back in early May. I think the commissioner of the league said that they were just waiting for the public health I don't think it was any organization, but the director of public health or something like that. They were just waiting for their okay and that they were going to be starting their season on May 9th or whatever the day. I think it was May 9th. So I, and, and, you know, I think that's what that's going to do is it's going to be the first major sport to come back. Like, the first major sport that after the cancellation... Man, I know the Korean Baseball League is on right now, but I don't even know how... I've been trying to figure out how to watch that. So if anyone has the connection, anyone has the plug to Korean Baseball, I'm, I, I'm actually at the point where I'll watch that. because and I don't even know what time they would play, but I'll figure it out, and I'll watch... I'll figure it out. But so, Bundesliga might be coming back. Now, the Dortmund set also... Um, Bundes, Bundesliga being the first um, league to potentially come back after everything's shut down. They're probably not going to have fans, but like, you know, I think either way, I think that's a that's great news for sports if like one country is kind of opening up their, their league, that's really great. Especially for like soccer, I mean, for soccer that's going to be great because then you're going to kind of and you know, the other thing could be that like maybe they come back and it doesn't end up working and they have to shut down again, but either way, I think this is exciting news. So the set is going to have the Dortmund set is it's got a Halan. It actually has Halan autographs in it, and it's it's like the Gary V um, Gary V set where like there is an you get one auto per. I think it's one. I think it's a, you get an auto in every two boxes. If I'm I, I think that was the odds of it. So and there's other I mean there's other Dortmund players obviously on there, and I don't think they had Sancho, I don't think they had Jaden Sancho autos in there, and I don't know if they had Gio Reyna autos either, but they're both on the checklist, so Reyna, that's another player that is an American guy who's young, uh, I think he's 17, he made his debut this season before everything shut down, he actually played in the Champions League and had an assist, uh, shout out to Kyle uh, for reminding me that he had an assist on one of Halan's goals, and... So I mean I'm excited for him to be included in a set. That's really great. I think um the set itself looks pretty cool. I mean it's one of the print on demand s- or I mean uh one of the like curated sets. So it's not like your typical um it's not like a I don't know actually is it kind of like a typical set? I mean it's it's got like cards that are sort of designed by the players on the team. It's got like classic cards too and they're like of players from uh years past, which is going to be like a I think a cool cool little rollout and then Also, on that same note, Holland got his first Topps Living Set card, which I already ordered five of them. You can go to eBay, and this is what I've been doing with these Topps Living Set cards. You can go to eBay, and most of the time, you can pre-order them for like five bucks. I think five dollars a card, which it's basically just somebody selling them on eBay and then ordering them in bulk. So I'm imagining they're probably getting them. I I don't know. I'd have to say probably like three, two to three dollars for them at five dollars for us. If if. Because then they're paying for their own shipping. I, you know, I don't know exactly how where the money is made on these pre-order sets, but um, you know, I ordered the Robert, the Luis Robert tops living. Uh, I ordered the Bobuchet tops living, and now I've got the Halan cards coming. So that's super exciting. I expect his print run to be probably it's got to be in the top five uh, of total print runs. I mean, like I've talked about this in the past. The first print run for the Messi set, he was card number one in that. Tops Living Champions League set, I think it had over, like, 10,000 orders or something, but kind of since then, the numbers have kind of dwindled, and even um, even Mbappe only had, like, 400 cards on his set list, so, like, I would expect it to be higher than that because, I mean, Halan was, like, one of the hottest players in the world leading up to when sports kind of got canceled, so it's definitely exciting that that card's coming out, and I, I you know, when I was talking about the Tops of Living set probably, like, a week or two ago, I don't remember if I made the point. I was like, I don't know what they're waiting for. I'm not sure why they are waiting for this card to come out. And I'm imagining that they probably wanted to have some sort of tandem with the with the uh, with the Dortmund the Dortmund set and then the Halan card kind of coming out all at the same time. I guess that would maybe be the case. I'm not 100 percent sure if that's that's true or not. Um, but I think that's probably the case. And now we're finally going to get like an actual. Uh, Rania card, I mean, I bought the, he had, like, some debut cards that I bought, um, I think I bought them for, like, $15 a piece, so he's, because he's also going to be in Topps Chrome Champions, or Topps Chrome Bundesliga, so that's good, Um you know, if Topps was, you know, I wish Topps had announced that they were coming out with a soccer rookie card logo, because, like, this would, this Topps, no, no, the Topps Bundesliga set would have been a perfect set to roll out, like, a rookie card logo for tops. Because, like, I mean, you've got two key guys that I think are going to be big names within the sport from a German perspective, uh, Netherlands perspective, I, or Austria. I forget exactly where. I think Netherlands, I'm pretty sure. That's where Holland, Holland plays. But then you have, like, an American guy like Rania who, down the road, this is going to be his first car or his first card from a product, um, so I think rolling out some sort of some sort of uh um rookie card logo would have made a lot of sense for this product. They also moved the product back, I believe because I remember looking into it and I think it was supposed to come out in February and the weird thing that they do with the Bundesliga topps chrome cards is that they they use the previous year's tops design so it has the 2019 now, it, it, I would say it's notoriously known for baseball, but they use the 2019 Topps baseball design for this year's 2020 Bundesliga, which is the same for 2019 Bundesliga. They used 2018's design, even though it came out, obviously, the next year. And then I think the Topps Chrome Champions League is the – I don't know if it's like a kickoff or if it's like how they – how they do it with, um, with like baseball. If, um, if they have the card come out and that's like the kickoff for the year with the new design, I would be interested to see if, if in a, a future year they come out with a Champions League set that's like, you know, if, so if I were tops here, here's what I would do with this tops chrome Champions League set I would come out with the set at the, um, I would have the set release uh, and have all the 32 teams and try and include all 32 teams in the first part of the bracket. i have it released at the start of the round of 16, where after the group stage. So I'd have all the teams or players from the group stage uh, and have that come out then. And then I would have like a... Topps Chrome Champions League update set come out like around the time of the final of the final, basically, and I think that would be a way that they could. I don't know. I think that would be a kind of a decent idea if they want to get more soccer product out, especially with this Champions League set. I mean, they, they they can the thing with their Champions League license, they can come out with Premier League players within their products and with their Premier League jerseys. It's just it has to be a Champions League product itself. It can't just be a standalone champion, or it can't just be a standalone Premier League because of Panini's Premier League um, licensing that they have. So they come out with other products throughout the year that are like I think they come out with like Top's Finest. Um, they come out with like I think it's Gold Label if I'm not mistaken is the product that that's another name of one of the ones that they release. But I think it would be cool if they did come out with like two sets of the Topps Champions League, and then and then maybe if they wanted to come out with like the Bundesliga set in like the middle or something like that. I don't know necessarily uh, how they would do it, but I think either way, I think that would be a cool way to add more cards to the set. Um, so I mean, for the most part, that's kind of all I got for today. All the Topps products that are coming out, you know, it's pretty. I think they're doing a fine. I think they're doing a pretty good job considering what's going on with rolling out new products and rolling out uh, on-demand products, stuff like that. So I want to uh, thank everyone for listening. Heroes for Sale on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. On also, I, I, I'm not sure if saying all social medias is easier. Maybe it will be in the future. But either way, t- TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Heroes for Sale. That's where you can find me. Uh, if you wanted to, su- make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you are not subscribed, um, I hope you would be. Uh, on iTunes and then you can follow on Spotify that adds to your, adds to your uh, podcast checklist or whatever. Um, And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be great as well. That helps, uh, helps us kind of get more eyes on the podcast. I guess, I mean, most of the time it's just me promoting it, but like maybe I can climb up some sort of ranking system or, or no, you know what? I think it does. I think it does do, I think it shows up in people's recommended podcasts. So, you know, iTunes review, would be great. Thank you. Um, That's all I got, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next one.